Hello. <laughs> I knew I was gonna. I knew it. 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 Okay. This rolling. It's rolling anyway. Okay. So, one, two, three. <clears throat> Hello and welcome to another episode of The Flicksters, a film show brought to you by a couple of film nerds. I'm Amar and alongside me is definitely not a member of the X-Force, but someone who is definitely part of this podcast. I'm a part of the Sex Force. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm on. I'm a part of the Sex Force. Okay, okay bro. The Merc with a Mouth, the incomparable Duval. Hi, guys. Uh, coming up in today's show, we've got a rundown of the UK's box office top 10. We've got a review of Tully. Uh, we've also got an in-depth look at uh, Deadpool 2, which I'm really excited to talk about. And also, we've got a piece on what we're watching on streaming services. And finally, uh, we've got some good old-fashioned entertainment news. So stick around, get comfortable, and enjoy the show. So the Merc with the Mouth, Mr. Deval, how are you? So, yes, I'm good, thank you, Mr. Amar, Mr. Teacher. Yes. The one and only. Yes, I'm I'm doing well, thank you. Yeah, what did you get up to this week? Uh, same as usual, you know, living, breathing, eating, yeah. sleeping, yeah. watching movies and TV. You know what? <laughs> That's the way life should be lived, I reckon. Uh, okay, so look, um, let's have a rundown of the UK's box office top 10. And it is, it's, I tell you what, it's quite, it is obviously like new films in there. It's quite, it's quite different uh, from last week. Um, so number 10, we've got a new entry. And this is a, a Bollywood film which is called Razi, and I have to be honest with you, uh, I haven't seen this film. Devan, have you seen it? I actually have, yes, and I've got a full depth review of this film. I want to hear it. Well, (laughs) it's a great film. It's a great film. The premise is romance, and it's about a hero who comes and saves his partner-to-be away from the eyes of the family you know what and that sounds like every other Bollywood film, <laughs> film that I've ever actually like, I haven't you know, seen, seen it I'm only joking yeah no I haven't seen it you haven't seen it um, I, I was hoping that we'd get some reviews of this but uh, unfortunately no one's written in <laughs> if you want to uh, you know have your review read out on the show it's at the Flicksters that's on Twitter that's on Facebook search for us on Facebook forward slash the Flicksters and on Twitter forward slash um, the Flicksters and Instagram and on Instagram as well. Send us your pick. Send us one of your pics. Send a pic of you uh, watching a film. Actually, don't. You might annoy other people in the cinema. But yeah, so let us know. You know, if you've seen a film and you know if you want to want to review it, we'll definitely read it out. Still barging its way in there. It's Rampage. Uh, Rampage is still just hanging in there. Okay, so yeah. people are still interested in seeing this film. So I yeah. mean, your quick Good thoughts. Film. Quick, quick thoughts. thoughts, yeah, I'm not surprised. It's, it's a solid film. Good film. I saw, I saw it a few weeks ago. I think it, it belongs in the top 10. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and do you think next week it'll be, do you think it's, it's kind I of I don't think so. I think there? with the introduction of films like Deadpool 2 and uh, seem to come uh, Star Wars, or not Star Wars, uh, Han Solo, I think films will so slowly exit the top 10. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I agree. Uh, so number eight, we've got Blade Runner, the final cut. And I'm going to tell you something. I went back and I didn't watch this, but I went back and I watched Blade Runner 2049. Uh-huh. And I have a newfound respect for that movie. For 2049 or for, the original? I mean, the original is in my top okay, 10. Okay. It's, it's in my top 10. Oh, right. Uh, no, it's probably, no, it's, it's in my top 20 sci-fi oh, films. Jumps from 10 to 20, just like that. <laughs> just like that. <laughs> like that um 
so yeah definitely so i went back and i watched Blade runner 2049 and i've got to say it is it's, it is a modern day classic okay. for me anyway yeah. so uh, and just comparing the two i just think you're right what you said last week it kind of continues the story and it kind of it, the story has evolved and i'm just like what's going to happen next now so you know uh, I, I kind of love both those films now. Uh, so that's Blade Runner, The Final Cut, and number eight. Number seven, you, your favourite film, I think, The Guernsey Literary and Potato Peel Oh, Society. what a classic. Guernsey potatoes. I mean, you cannot get a potato anywhere in the world <laughs> like that of the Guernsey potato. And I think everyone needs to, you know, experience that potato, whether it's fried, whether it's boiled, whether it's just, you know, plucked from the soil and... Yeah, excellent film. Go watch it. Yeah, that, that's our review there. Um, so number six, I want to say A Quiet Place. Every single yep. time I see that, I always want to just whisper. So number six. You have to. I, I still haven't seen this. Please, I, I'm, I'm terrible. Um, what, what kind are of a you film, doing? You need to see it. A, what a kind quiet, of a film uh, show are we trying to run here where I haven't seen like A Quiet Place? So just briefly, um, what else can you say about The Quiet Place? What else can I say place? is it's there for a reason. A Quiet Place is a solid, solid horror psychological thriller well, not psychological thriller more like a just you know just a thriller, thriller in general but a solid solid film great premise great acting score music or lack of music in some places but go and see it before it leaves the cinema please yeah okay okay i'm gonna i'm gonna take you up on that one um oh i just want to add one thing to that there was a rumor or there was something that i read where there could be a sequel or, the, or they're planning a sequel now did the film end where they, was it left open so there could be a sequel? Yes. Okay. Yes, but I also think it. I think it could go both ways, as in similar to the Cloverfield franchise. Right. I think they could make a prequel as well as a sequel. So it's open, but yeah, worth a watch. Okay. Uh, so we're at number five now, and this is Breaking In. Any thoughts? Have you I've seen it? Never seen it. Never heard of it. Uh, never broke in personally <laughs> to any. Uh, <laughs> Residents. <laughs> so, uh, nope. Moving on. Okay. All I, all I do know is it stars Gabrielle uh, Union. Oh, that film. Yeah. I didn't know the title. Yeah. 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 So it okay. stars Gabrielle yeah. Union. And it's yeah. got the guy uh, from um, Twilight. Oh, the dad. The dad. Oh, yeah. I've seen the, I've I've seen always, the trailer. Yes. I've always, want, I've always wanted to know, like, where has that guy gone? Like, you know, he, he was good in Twilight, so yeah. he's in this. So, again, anyone out there, if you can um, send us in a review, we'll happily yeah. read that out. I think I will see it, actually. I, now I know what film it is, I just okay. remember. I think I will okay. watch it. Uh, number four, Life of the Party. Life of the Party? Is that the name of the film? <laughs> okay, I was, I was waiting for something, but uh, no, never heard of it. I'm life, sure it's gonna life, be good. Life of the Party stars, um, I, you know, someone what? who likes a party. <laughs> obviously, this is how this is how badly prepared we are for this show. I don't even know who stars in the film. Um, Melissa McCarthy. That's it. Oh, her. Okay. Yeah. Oh, Mel- that's the the, the 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 funny lady. Yeah. One in the. Uh, Bridesmaids and all those films. Yeah, so yeah. she's kind of, um, yeah, she's in this film. I don't know who's directed it. Oh, so. I know the film. This is the film where she goes to her daughter's university and then she studies, she's studying the same time as her daughter and she's re, I guess she's re, uh, she's finding her youth again and she's doing all the things that she didn't get to do when she was younger and yeah. she becomes the life of the party, I guess. Yeah, I've seen the trailer. You Actually, it looks I, okay. You know what that makes me think of? That makes me think of this film from the 80s called Back to School. I don't know if you oh, saw okay. this one. Nope. 
this guy, he's this rich millionaire, he decides to go back to school and it's got uh, in a really, really small role, Robert Downey Jr. in it. Oh, wow. I might watch Life of the Party because it just kind of reminds me of Back to School, but uh, I'm most probably, um, I'll probably like Back to School more. <laughs> um, so number three, I think you've seen this one, uh, it's I Feel Pretty. Yeah, I Feel Pretty. Good film, nice, you know, good laughs, and like the premise about how you feel against how you look in society. So yeah, I think it's worth a watch. Go okay. see it. Yeah, okay. Uh, so number two, and again, this is another entry, a new entry into the top 10. Uh, this is Sherlock Gnomes. Oh yes, yeah, heard of it. The animation, animation, yeah, Pixar or something, is it maybe, or maybe someone else? But I'm not sure if it's Pixar. Okay, yeah, but um, I think there was. Uh, I think they brought us. Uh, what was it last time? Romeo, uh, Romeo and Juliet. Oh, I see. I see the theme. I see that. Okay, they're, yeah. they're they're keeping it going. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm assuming it's gnomes dressed up as Sherlock Holmes and Doctor Watson solving a garden crime. Probably, yeah. So if that floats your boat. Go check it out. Uh, and obviously, the UK um, number one is Avengers Infinity War. And it's taken so far 60 million just in the UK. And from what I've heard about... This hold on a second. Hold on, hold on, hold on. The last time we had... The last our last podcast a week ago, I guessed 60. And you said, no, it's near, it's 50-odd. So and in that week, we, you're telling me nearly 10 million has... Look at that. It's, it's raked in another 10 mil. So, uh, I mean, how many times did you see it this week? I've seen it eight times right, so okay. far. I'm going to see it again next week. Well, well there you go. I mean, that, that's the reason why, everyone. Uh, Deval, watching that film. Um, so, I mean, what, I mean, what we said a lot about it last week, uh, we pretty much went you know, into a lot of detail. So if you haven't see, um, listened to our, our first show, please do go ahead and download that. And we talk about from the beginning scene right away all the way to the end have a look at that but I mean what a film I mean we kind of we break it down like no one's broken it down before it's almost like we're like a couple of enzymes within your system breaking down to a molecular you know level I mean we really break it down exactly and you know that scene where Thanos he breaks um, Hulk yeah that, that's what yeah, we do. We, yeah. we broke this film down yeah. into little pieces. So, uh, everyone, uh, if you're out there, have a look, um, download the first episode, and tell us what you think. So, that is the UK's box office top 10. Um, and what I'd like to now do is um, speak about a film which I saw uh, a few days ago, directed by Jason Reitman. Do you, do you remember any of the films? Jason Reitman, he directed Up in the Air. He, he directed. Um, nope. What other ones did he do? Um, Juno? He he directed Juno. He, okay. And it was... Um, he also produced... Do you remember this film called Whiplash? Yeah, it's a good film. Yeah, you know I like that film. I, I, I love that film. So he produced Whiplash. Mm. And so already this guy is in my good books. Uh, but I've kind of, like, you know, known of his work since Up in the Year, which was with George Clooney. And, you know, that was a really good film. Uh, Jason's dad is the famous film director, um, Ivan Reitman who famously directed uh, Ghost... Who are you going to call? Okay, great. Okay. Yeah. Ghostbusters. He directed Ghostbusters and he directed another Bill Murray film, classic Stripes. So, you know, he, he comes from this kind of, you know, this this um, showbiz movie uh, background. And Tully, uh, written by Juno... Uh, sorry, written by um, the, the writer of Juno. Her name is, and check this out, Diablo Cody. Wow. So Diablo, wow. like what a name! So, so Diablo, who 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 I'm a big fan of. She wrote um, 
oh, what was that one with uh, something to do with um, oh what was it film about Jen- oh that was it Jennifer's Body oh, okay never seen it but it's got what's her name Fox Jen- Jennifer Fox or is that her name <laughs> you know what we're, we're shit with names do you know that we're actually shit with Megan Fox Megan Fox <laughs> Megan Fox and Jennifer uh, Fox <laughs> <laughs> that just shows you how well prepared you are. We should know the, the name Megan. We've been hearing the name Megan for the past how many right. weeks now. With oh, this, uh... by the way, c- congratulations to um, while we're doing the show, <laughs> Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. Yeah, like, the wedding's going on right now. Congratulations! Congratulations! <laughs> so yeah, so uh, so so Jennifer's body, which was with Amanda Seyfried and um, uh, Megan Megan Fox. So it was, that was written by Diablo Cody. So she's got this really kind of like dry, this really, um, this witty sense of humour. And she brings that to kind of all the films that she's worked on. And Tully is no different. With a central performance from Charlie Theron, who plays a mother of two young children and crucially someone who is expecting a, a third child. Uh, she lives with her husband, who's played by Ron Livingston. You know, the actor from Maid. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the actor from um, uh, Office Space. Yes. <laughs> right, you know who it is. Um, and and the film starts off with this kind of uh, this amazing scene that she has with her son. She's cleaning his body with uh, a ho- horse brush. And <laughs> oh my gosh, a horse brush. Yeah, and I I started watching this film thinking, oh, this is a bit strange. This is a bit you know, it's a bit quirky, but. But it, it, it kind of evolved into this film, which I, I really, really got on board with. And um, I, and, and what I loved about it is is that it, it starts off with her struggling. Okay, so we see this real, real struggle. She's struggling with a child who may or may not have autism. No one really wants to talk about it or no one really addresses it head on. She's got a husband who's overworked. She hasn't been sleeping. She gets dragged from you know one place to the next. Uh, she's she's constantly cleaning. She uh, as as I mentioned, she she hasn't had much sleep. So she's really going through these changes, and I think the film does a brilliant job of showing us that, of taking us through this journey that she's going through. And there's a brilliant scene, um, you know, in in the first kind of like half an hour of the movie where she has to see her son's head teacher. And the head teacher's like really calm and she's really uh, kind of supportive to the point where she says, your son, he needs to go to a different school. Wow. Because we can't, they can't support him. And Charlie Theron, she absolutely loses her shit. She goes mental. She starts swearing. She starts like effing and blinding. And she's like, and and I understand because it's all just coming out. So her, her her tiredness, her her um, her emotions, it all just boils over. So clearly, she's not in a good place. And as the film progresses on, we um, she gets invited to a brother's house, who's played by um, Mark Duplass. Oh yeah, 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 great actor. <laughs> <laughs> he was in. Um, um, Safety not guaranteed. Yep. Do you remember that one? Yeah. Uh, that time traveling one. Um, yep. Okay, maybe you probably okay. Check that one out. So he plays her brother and he says, hey, look, I know you're going through this this third pregnancy and I want to help you. Um, have you thought about a night nanny? A night nanny? Bro, when I saw the film, I was like, what the hell? A night nanny? What is a night nanny? Um, here's a clip. Do you know what a night nanny is? 
Oh. Okay, you know what? Everybody does it. It's just like a regular nanny, except they come at night. You know, they stay over for a few weeks or a month, and they take care of the baby at night so mom and dad can get some sleep. It's no big deal. I don't want a stranger in my house bonding with my newborn every night. It's like a Lifetime movie where the nanny tries to kill the family and the mom survives and she has to walk with a cane at the end. Right, well, we had a night nanny. I don't remember that. The reason you don't remember it is because she only came at night. Craig, please tell me you didn't hire me one of those people. You have a lot going on. Get over yourself. Call her. She comes highly recommended. Now, speaking as a person with, with a two-year-old, if someone had offered to pay for a night nanny for me and my wife, <laughs> devout, pro, I tell you, I would, I would have bitten their hand off. Like, literally. Because, and, and I understand this. What's not to like about it? So, a night nanny comes into the house at night, obviously, and takes over so you can then go off and have, have a nap, do your stuff sit on the toilet like you know whatever it is that you want to do this person takes over uh so charlie's theron is like this is weird but you know what i'm gonna give it a go so the story is this whole kind of evolving from her being this overworked super tired mother to just kind of like letting this night nanny come into the house and take over so that she can start to have uh, a normal life. And a normal life is what she does start to have. We start seeing her changing. She, she starts laughing more. She starts doing, she becomes this fun person, you know, that she was prior to, uh, to, to having like, you know, the, these kids. And one of the things that I love about this movie is, um, as well as obviously showing motherhood in all its, in all its glory, uh, it's a film about loss. And I say loss because it talks about or, or it shows us what your life has become from when you were, say, like 20. Like oh, 20, I see. Okay. Yeah. You know, when, when you were 20. Like, imagine if you could have a conversation with yourself, with your younger self. Wow. What, I would, what, I what would, would you say? Because you're like 50 now, right? You're like 50. <laughs> oh, no, no, you're not 50. Um, 49. So, <laughs> so imagine, all right, imagine if you could have a conversation with your 20-year-old self. What would you say? There's a lot I would say. I mean, because I know the future in that respect there, and I know what, what you know where my mind was then. I'll have a lot, I'll have a lot to say. A lot to say. Exactly. So, so here we've got kind of uh, this young, this really beautiful, and this kind of free spirited night night nanny, and then you've got Charlie Theron, who she looks at herself in the mirror, and she's just kind of she's not in the best of shape physically and and mentally and that's 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 not me saying it that that's that's obviously charlie's theron like her view and she sees this night nanny and she's kind of thinking wow like you know how you know how, how come you're so carefree and then what you've got is you've got this night nanny who's kind of talking back to her and saying look you're such a great mother so there's this kind of there's a bit of a dichotomy over here where it's, you know, it's the old and the new and how they kind of deal with that and how Charlie's Theron deals with that. And it started making me think about my, it's like making me think about when I was 20. It's like, shit, like, yeah, what was I, when I was 20, like I was carefree, like I was going around, I was traveling around the world and I was like kind of meeting, you know, uh, you know, loads of different people. And I'm not saying that my life is boring now because I, just because I've got a child, no, it, it, it's, it's absolutely fantastic. I wouldn't change it for the world, but it just kind of made me think about that. And, and also it just kind of made me, it, it, it makes you wonder about how people deal with certain situations like depression, how people deal with, uh, mar uh, you know, marital problems and bringing up children. So this is clearly a film for, for people 
who um, who are maybe wondering what's it like to be a mother? What's it like to be a parent? And you know, you get some people who are like, oh wow, motherhood is amazing. Motherhood is just this flowery, like, you know, amazing uh, process. <laughs> the reality <laughs> is there are so many variables. There are so many issues with that. And I, I think this, this film portrays that in, you know, brilliantly. Um, and Charlie's Theron, wow, what a performance. So, um, you know, you might be thinking, what, do I really want to watch this film? I'm not really into it. Like, you know, it's about motherhood, but it's not just about motherhood. It's about all the stuff associated with being a parent and and what comes with that. So I, I think it's a really good film and, uh, and for everyone out there, uh, definitely go check it out. It's definitely out in the in the cinemas. Uh, check, check your local cinema and, um, yeah, um, go watch it. So, Deval, we're on yes. to Deadpool. Deadpool 2. Uh, it, and you know what? It just doesn't have a kind of, like a like a colon. And then yeah. a, another part. It's, it's just kind of old school. What do you think? Deadpool 2. Sequels were just the name in 2 or 3 or, you know. And you know what? I love that. I love it. Just like in your face, bang. So, actually, before we get into Deadpool 2, let's go, uh, let's go back a bit and go back to 2016 and talk about Deadpool. So... What do we know about Deadpool? I mean, he he's like a big he's a he's a fan favorite, right? With the comics. Yeah, he's a massive fan favorite with the comics. People love Deadpool. He's he's a uh, the merc with the mouth. Uh, he's a character who does you know just the most craziest, zaniest, wackiest things. He breaks the fourth wall, so he addresses the reader or the the viewer if you're, if you're watching through TV. Uh, but he's been around for quite a long time. I mean, yeah. just a bit of history of Deadpool. He's uh his real name uh, Wade Wade Winston uh what's his name Wade Wilson Wilson yes a Wade Winston Wilson three W's that's his that's his full name wow and he he, he came about in the early nineties uh, nineteen ooh ninety one I believe uh, a Rob uh, Liefeld creation his first appearance was in uh, New Mutants I believe in that year and uh, he was just a refreshing you know change to what was already available in the comics uh and yeah ever since then he's been a massive comic uh favorite yeah and and like, like you said about you know he was he was refreshing like why do you think it was refreshing to have him was it was was marvel were they were they getting stagnant were they getting boring or i, I wouldn't say they were getting boring they had a lot of good good you know really great characters spider-man the avengers uh wolverine and you know a lot of a lot of characters that were well, I don't know if Wolverine... Yeah, Wolverine was around then, yeah. I don't know if a lot... I mean, a lot of characters were really good and, and so on. But I would say he came about and he sort of flipped the script. He's an anti-hero. Even when he first appeared, he was actually a straight villain. I but see. He, he, you know, he... You, you began to find out what his intentions and that he was just crazy and he meant well, but he doesn't care if he, you know, spills a bit of milk here <laughs> or there or not milk, or, or a blood. bit of blood, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so... Yeah, and the fact that he, you know, bro- broke the fourth wall... Who else done that? You know, I mean, yeah, he's he was he was refreshing. He was new. He was going against the grain. You know, a lot yeah. of superheroes were righteous and you know doing the right thing for humanity and and society. But Wade Wilson, he's a he's a mercenary. So yeah. Merc is short for mercenary. He yeah. gets paid to kill people to take people out. <laughs> like you know, yeah, no, totally. Um, so what about um, this? Isn't the first time we've seen Wade Wilson like on screen? No, no, he no. was famously. Um, and this was like widely mocked. I mean, this was like kind of a lot of people like were pissed off about this. Um, and he appeared in um, the no X Men Origins Wolverine. He appeared yeah. in X Men Origin Wolverine, and f- 
it and it was Ryan Ryan Reynolds same who played actor. him. Yeah. Same actor. And what did they do? I mean, what they did with that character was just kind of. They, I I do have to say though, uh, the opening of that movie, um, where they where they're in, um, I can't remember where they go to, but they have to extract something. Uh, general ex Menogenes, yeah, striker. Okay, yeah. So, striker orders the ex they go to Nigeria, I or, think. Or, yeah, uh, and they've got to extract some sort of stone or some sort of metal. And Wade Wilson is there, and he's funny, yeah, yeah, without a doubt. I mean, he, do, he does make you laugh. So, I, in a way, I just think to myself, Ryan Reynolds was born to play yeah. Deadpool. Um, so th- we, you know, we've seen him there, and you know, it, that wasn't a great movie. So, in 2016, um you know, he bursts onto the scene in Deadpool. And I have to say, the film, I absolutely loved it. It was sweary. It was violent. It went uh, against everything that Marvel or, or or kind of like, you know, the, the, the cinematic universe, like, you know, um, uh, like X-Men. It was totally like opposite to what X-Men yeah. was. Yeah. And it was a big hit. Yeah, massive hit. And, and I know America and England or the UK rates films differently. I mean, it was, it was 15 in the UK. America called it rated R. And that's something that never really happened, apart from maybe Blade and a few films like that. But, you know, a lot of the... Well, all the X-Men films are pretty much a 12A or maybe a 12 and because they want you to bring the whole family. But Deadpool, you cannot do Deadpool and have Deadpool a 12 or 12A. He has to be... 15 or above you know because he he's chopping people's heads off he's swearing he is doing all sorts so they kept you know they really kept it to the original original depiction yeah and and, and when i saw deadpool you know you know you, you know more about comics than i do and w- w- seeing like deadpool in in x-men origins i was like oh God, like you know mm-hmm. yeah this is but i obviously i knew that this was a big character but then seeing him in 2016 i thought this is amazing i had such I had like a huge uh, uh, amount of fun like watching that movie and after 2016 I was like I can't wait to see uh, what they're going to do next so here we are we see Deadpool and is, and is, is it a straight continuation of, of the ending of- I'll say it yeah I'll say it's a straight continuation uh, first of all I mean we are we're going to go in so we've got to have a spoiler warning for people that haven't seen the film I know it's, it's quite fresh so so far we've sort of talked about we'll sort of talk about it and then we'll go into more deeper spoilers down the way but yeah yeah, i'll say for for the start yeah it's yeah it goes it pretty much continues from deadpool one goes into deadpool two we see you know a continuation of the character's story and their life and what's happening and so on so yeah it's a continuation they do it well okay here's a clip this is the fifth incident this kid needs to be in the icebox not here russell belongs in our care not in prison I assure you, we have everything under control. Not getting a real under control vibe here, Marty. It is Glenn, isn't it? Daniel. I'll ask the questions. Let me talk to the kid. You stay here with your weird secret sex lips. Hi there. Stay back or Justin Bieber dies. (laughs) Justin Bieber, he called you Justin Bieber. (laughs) Oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. Okay, let's, let's not do whatever that is okay let's just talk it's, it's russell right fire fist fire fist Ooh, that's a great name where does it burn just the fist or all the way up to the elbow and i remember when i was watching that scene um i was just cracking up i was just laughing laughing my ass off so um so okay so let, let, let's kind of like you know go back a bit it starts off with deadpool blowing himself up 
Yep, yep. So <laughs> massive, massive. This is like mass- <laughs> massive spoiler here. Yeah. Deadpool, he kills himself. It's well, but <laughs> obviously you know Deadpool, and it's not that's not that's not an easy thing to do. <laughs> so by him trying to kill himself, he's almost just you know tickling himself. I don't know. He's, yeah, like, but but but, but why? Why is he? Why is he doing? Why does he feel this way? Why does he feel like as if he has to kind of like end his life? It's quite clever the way they do it because they they present us at a period in his life in the film, but when we see him blow himself up, we think, why would he do that? But then it takes us back six weeks to find out why he's come to this conclusion that he needs to blow himself up and then we understand what's going on yeah so he's in this relationship uh with you know what i'm what what is her name uh, vanessa is her real name yeah uh, and her name in the comics is well her her, she's got two names two names in the comics well vanessa is her, her name in sorry in the film uh and she's also in the comics called copycat but I don't think in the film they're really exploring that yet. But yeah, her name's Vanessa, basically. So they are. Um, so so we've got Deadpool who's in this relationship. Obviously, you know he's loved up. He'll do anything for Vanessa. I, I, just re- I would too, to be honest. <laughs> well, I mean, she's she's pretty she's, good. She's all she, right. She's yeah. She, she's <laughs> more than all right, I'd say. I mean, to, to because when you see Wade Wilson's face, yeah. uh, I mean, in this movie, like, he you is punching. I'm telling you, he is. <laughs> punching above his weight this guy is because he's burnt up toes like what you'll see in the movie oh gosh but um so yeah so he's he's kind of in this in this relationship which is kind of we haven't seen really in uh, in marvel films or have we like where we you've got a main character who has this happy relationship yeah yeah it's it's, it's different to see and even though He's, he's still living the life of a mercenary. He's still out there killing for money. Yeah. And, uh, you know, but he still comes home to his partner. And even at this time, at, at this point in their relationship, in their life, they're talking about having kids and, you know, starting a family. and Get married, I'm unheard assuming. of. Which superhero has a family? Like, I mean... Well, apart ma- from you, obviously. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you well, know? you know, come on. Well, you, you'll be there soon. Don't worry about um, But imagine that. Deadpool having a kid. Like, is actually, hang on. Does that happen in the in the comics? I don't... I don't, I don't know actually. I don't, I don't think it does. Okay. But uh, there's always these, you know, these, these comics that go off from the the, the normal story and have yeah. all, you know, one shots and so on. So who yeah. knows? Yeah. So um, oh, before we kind of carry on, um, let's. Oh, I do want to talk about the director of this. This is directed by David. Uh, Le- Dave. Leech. Leech. Leech or Leech. David, if you're out there, let us know, please, <laughs> how you pronounce your name. Uh, so David Leech, who directed. Uh, John, who he, he done parts of um, John Wick. Yeah, yeah. And I got to say, I'm a big fan of of John Wick. It's just like full on action. Uh, and this guy, he's directed Deadpool two. He's been a stunt man. He's he's acted as a stunt double for Brad Pitt, Jean Claude Van Damme. So wow. um, he he's also all had roles in Tron Legacy, which was back in 2010. And here's the connection with Tully. David Leach was the director of Atomic Blonde. Oh, okay. Who, which, oh. which starred Charlie Theron. Charlie Theron, okay. And for me, Atomic Blonde, I really like that movie because of its vibe. You know, it's set in the 80s. Uh, you know, this whole kind of the spy thriller genre. Uh, and it kind of harks back to the, the 80s, you know, B-movies. And I say B-movies in, in, a, uh, in, a, in, a, in a positive way. So, you know, he, so he comes from like this, you know, this action background. So 
so so when I saw his name up on the screen, I thought, yeah, we're we're in good hands over here. Mm-hmm. He's he's going to take the action to kind of like a different level. Yeah, yeah. So I, I thought we're in good hands over here. So he's in this relationship. Yep. He's taken out a few bad guys in the beginning. What, what happens? They're they're looking to progress their relationship. They uh, want to have a baby. Uh, what happens is he's uh, they're just chilling, you know, re- relaxing in front of the TV. I think it is. They're watching some Barbara Streisand old school film. And yeah. uh, one of the, someone that he has, someone whose gang he's killed, the, the the boss of that gang finds him, tracks him down. A few of his goons break in, try to kill him, end up uh, killing his uh, his beloved, his, Vanessa. But Vanessa, it's so funny because before this, before we see this, we see kind of like these, uh, these mini scenes where he, got, he travels around the whole world. Yeah. So, for example, he ends up in China, in Japan. He ends up in um, somewhere in Europe, and he's yeah. he is chopping down all the bad guys. So, and the way he does this is is absolutely brilliant. Um, so, in in terms of the fun, the ride that you're on, I think you're gonna love it. So, Vanessa's dead, and this kind of uh, puts him on this journey to he he doesn't want to live right. No, he's he feels guilty because really, I mean, they came for him, but she ended up dying. And obviously he can't die, so it's almost as if it's it's his fault for his beloved, uh, you know, paying the ultimate price, and he's he's left behind. Yeah, um, and I guess that is uh, it's it's a well worn trope in in movies where the hero, the titular hero, yeah. the wife dies or the yeah. children dies, yeah. and you know they go out to get revenge yeah. it, that, that's well worn right the only thing that he didn't do is you know kneel down and go no <laughs> in the rain that you know we usually get that before they start their rampage you know <laughs> but having said that there is a scene in the rain yeah yeah there, there is a bit in the rain so um you, you are absolutely right like um and it kind of that bit kind of reminds me of like john wick where obviously like you know the the, the revenge i mean john wick is just full-on uh what it's, yeah it's about but it's not even about john wick's like wife dying it's about the dog dying the dog. yeah the dog so um <laughs> So this is a well-worn trope, and um, you know, Deadpool's out. He he he's he's he doesn't know what to do with himself, and he's kind of, you know, unsure. And he goes to um, you know, the the lady, the old lady in in the film. Oh, she's Blind brilliant. Al. Yeah, who Blind is that? Al. She's in the comics as well, actually. Is she in yeah, the comics? She's in the comics. Blind Al. She's someone that he lives with and provides a bit of comic relief, and they have a you know funny relationship, a good dynamic. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just, you know, just Blind Al. <laughs> so, so, so you've got the usual suspects in there. So you've got Blind Al, you've got, um, his, his mate, who's, what's his mate's name again? Uh, Weasel. <laughs> and this is the guy from, um... From, uh, Silicon Valley. Silicon Valley. Uh, AJ, the T, something Miller. He's T, T.J. Some, Miller? T.J. Miller, that's And the one. he's, he's not in, apparently he's not in, um... Something happened, isn't it? So, something happened. I don't fully know what it is, but something happened. TJ, and... if you're listening, let us know, please, <laughs> what happened. Yeah. And he won't be listening. <laughs> yeah, exactly, I know. <laughs> well, maybe he will. <laughs> and, yeah, and we've got, uh, and one of, one of the, one of the favourite characters, well, he, he's funny anyway, and is is the is the is the Asian guy is uh, Dopinda. Dopinda, he's wicked. I think this is hilarious. But you know he's what? Wicked. I've got to say one thing, right? It kind of it, it makes me laugh. Just like what was the reason? He's not in the comic books, right? I don't. I don't think so. No, it's just uh, it's all like it's like a stereotype of, of the city of the times. But exactly. They, they sort of they play to it, but yeah. give him 
sort of like a, like a hero's you know, you know what storyline as well. A mate of mine's got this theory, and obviously, I mean, he, he comes up with a lot of shit. But I mean, th- this this thing he said right was, he goes, oh, if you have a look at the credits, it's uh, produced by by an Indian guy. Oh, right. Oh, okay. So what I think, well, what he's what he said was, he goes, they have to. To, so that they can market it around the world. That makes sense, yeah. For example, for example, yeah. in India, there's yeah. like a billion yeah. people. It, it makes sense then for them to... How are they going to connect with the film? Yeah, that happens a lot. Yeah, it happens a lot. They have like a, yeah. like an Indian character in there. So, yeah. And I, I at first I was like, oh yeah, why are they doing this? But he's actually quite funny. Yeah. It, it is like relief, but you're right about the whole kind of the stereotypical thing and like, you know... But yeah, so you've got the usual suspects in there and there's a bit in there with, with Dopinda. He's... Um, kind of like driving uh, Deadpool around and, you know, the interaction between those two guys is quite funny. So Vanessa's dead. He's killed loads of bad guys. We see the usual suspects in there. And then what, there's something major that happens in the film and we're introduced to a new character. Which new character could you be talking about? This guy, and this guy is a legend in in Marvel Comics. I mean, you know what? Cable turned up in an X-Man movie, didn't he? Nope. Hasn't he been in... Wasn't he in X-Men uh, Days of Future Past? No, but Bishop you're talking about. That was his yeah, son. Bishop. Bishop's not his son. What? Hang on. <laughs> Bishop's black. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's the future and all, but I don't know if you can choose. <laughs> you can just choose your race <laughs> in the future. Apologies. I... For, for some reason, I always had it in my head, right, that they changed, they changed Bishop. Oh, no, like, no, yeah, no, 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 Just no, like they Bishop. did with Heimdall. Like, you <laughs> yeah, know, yeah. Like, you know, they, for the film. <laughs> okay, so Bishop, but, so Bishop but, 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 has nothing I, to do I, with Cable, right? I why you got them mixed up, because in the comics, and even in the cartoons, uh, Bishop and Cable, because they're both time travellers, they do cross, you know, time paths, you and go. they cross paths quite a lot. So it is easy to get them mixed up. Yeah. But Cable is further ahead in the future than right. Bishop. Right, okay. So Cable is a time traveller, but he's not just a time traveller. He's just this bad ass, like this this killing machine. Like his, his weapons, like he, you know, like in the movie, you see he's got this kind of like, metal metal arm or he's got this thing like on his back which when you look at it you think oh my god this guy's gonna do some damage and i tell you what man josh brolin this guy he's in peak this guy's about 50 i I still hear thanos when he speaks i don't know what it is and and what about the reference deadpool calls him thanos yeah in this is deadpool (laughs) this is how much fun like these guys are having with the movie where deadpool is calling josh brolin Thanos. It's like, I mean, you can't get more kind of, you know, meta than that. Um, so we were introduced to Cable, who is going through this like big thing in the future. He's just lost his family, right? Yeah. Uh, and he's like, right, okay. Uh, you know, he's growling and he's he's grunting and, you know, he's got this, he's got his time. What is that thing called on his wrist? I want to get one. I don't know what the name is, but it's his time traveling device. Yeah. It has the same thing in the comics and cartoons. So, yeah. yeah. So he he chooses uh Deadpool's timeline. So he, he because and this will this will have significance uh you know for the rest of the movie. There's a particular moment uh in the timeline where Cable has to go back to because it affects his timeline in the future. And and this coincides with uh 
with the introduction of another character, another mutant called what's the kid's kid's his what? name's Russell in the films. He's played by a character I can't remember his actual name, but he's a really great, really great actor from New Zealand. He was in the film uh, Hunt, with Hunt for the Wilder People. Absolutely correct. Yeah, great I, film. I love that movie with Sam Neill. Um, and it's and obviously, and the reason why we love that is because it's directed by none other than Taika Waititi, who directed Ragnarok. Oh, bro. And also, uh, Where We Lie in the Shadows. Where We Lie in the Excellent Shadows as film. well. So, you know, you've, we've got all this, you know, this kind of like connection here uh, with Marvel and, yeah. and everything. So, I, I really love that. So, We've got Deadpool, who's then kind of got an interaction with this new character called Russell, who is um, he's got going firepowers. He's, he's I can't remember through, what his name was. He's, he's a oh, his name was Torchfist, wasn't it? Firefist. <laughs> Firefist. Fire, Fire Fist. I can't, I can't do an easy accent, but <laughs> said my name's Firefist. Firefist. <laughs> and he sort of laughed at him. Yeah, but yeah. He's, he can. He's just got. He's got fire out of his fists. Yeah, I guess. and. Um, He's, he's part of, you know, like he had Xavier's school for the gifted. There's another school, <laughs> which um, which is kind of like the opposite of Xavier's school, where, you know, they nurture you, they look after you, they care for you. But in this school, Russell's, you know, one of the students there who gets tortured. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's not really great. And Russell, he wants to kill the headmaster. He wants to burn down the school. And... You have Deadpool, you've got... Uh, a Negasonic Teenage Warhead. You know, I always Crazy get, name. Like, what a name. Negasonic Teenage... Warhead. Warhead. Yeah. And, um, and she looks very different. She's grown up two years, but she looks just like, very different. Yeah, totally. So, you, so you've got these characters that they, they get called in, and Deadpool is now part of the X-Men. Yeah, he goes to the X-Men mansion, and <laughs> it's, it's very actually very funny when he goes in there, because he went into the mansion all... Was he outside the mansion in the first Deadpool? And this one, he goes inside the mansion. And, and, and it's crazy what happens. It's one of the best, uh, you know. <laughs> it's, I, I, I love this scene. Um, and just going back to the Deadpool, the first part, he, whenever he's like outside of it, he's always like, God, it, there's only ever two people inside the mansion. It's yeah. like, you know, it's, it's almost like as if they didn't have enough money to have yeah. like more characters. <laughs> well, in Deadpool 2, they do have more characters and there is an absolutely fantastic bit where Deadpool, he's sitting on Charles Xavier's wheelchair. Yeah. Um, rolling around. Rolling around. <laughs> and then we see... Yeah. You see Charles Xavier, you see Beast, you see uh, Cyclops, uh, I think you see Nightcrawler. Yep. Uh, you see about six or seven and of you them see, in uh, the room. Quicksilver. Black, Quicksilver, yeah. Quicksilver. But a half a second. Literally, if you blink, you'll miss it. Yeah, and so so I would say for fans out there, watch it just for, even just for that scene yeah. over there. It's yeah. absolutely brilliant. They're all in there and, you know, you're going to... Um, you blink, you'll miss it, but def definitely watch it. So so Deadpool, he's, he's part of the X-Men. They get sent to this new... Um, you know, to this situation where Russell is claiming or he wants to kind of like burn down the school, uh, kill the head teacher... And eventually, you know, um, Deadpool and Russell, they get captured because it, you know, something goes, goes wrong. goes to shit, basically, because Deadpool is just a mad guy. <laughs> yeah, he, he kills a few people, he shoots down uh, a few people, and he's uncontrollable. You know, he's, un he's unpredictable, especially, you know, with Vanessa dying and everything. So he, you know, he, he's lost his shit. And then he gets sent to a prison with Russell. The Icebox. The Icebox, which is in... Uh, is in, that in the comics? I, I think it is in the comics. It yeah. might have a different name, but I think yeah. it is the same, actually. Yeah, I think it's in the comics. And here, 
things start to get a bit more interesting where, you know, Deadpool, Russell, they have this kind of um, maybe like, you know, brother, older brother type of relationship and where Deadpool doesn't really give a shit about him. And it's at this point where Cable... Cable. Oh. It's at this point where Cable jumps to from the future. Yeah. Um, but why? why? Why is this? Yeah, Cable, uh, in the future, uh, someone's killed his family. I think Cable is... Uh, I, don't know what he, I don't know what his actual job title or purpose is in the future, but he's a he's a gunman. He's, you know, he kicks ass, he's a soldier or something like that. And someone kills his family. That's the last straw. So he uses his time device to come back to the past, uh, which is our present, and uh, deal with the person who killed his family. Before I go any further, just want to do a quick, quick, quick introduction to Cable because for me, Cable's one of my favourite X-Men characters. Uh, I got into comics and X-Men and all that thing, all, the, all, you know, all that, uh, in the sort of early 90s. I used to watch the X-Men cartoon show. Big up that show. Best cartoon shows ever. Cable was in that. Uh, he had a, you know, a few relationships with the X-Men and Apocalypse and Future and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, I love Cable. Uh, but, you know, Cable... He's a very, very interesting character, a very, very deep character. Uh, lots of people don't realise, but Cable is actually uh, related to uh, Cyclops, Scott Summers okay. and Jean Grey. Cable, uh, what happened was uh, Jean Grey, I believe, died uh, at some point. So someone cloned Jean Grey. Right. Uh, I think she, her name was Madeline Pryor or something like that. Is it Madeline Pryor or Hope Summers? I keep getting them mixed up, but someone cloned Jean Grey uh, in the future and... Cyclops met this clone. <laughs> it's weird. Wow. Cyclops met this clone and eventually fell in love with this clone because she was so she seemed so close to, to Jean Grey's image or right. you know, personality. Yeah. They had a child. Wow. Yeah. This child became Nathan Summers. So Cable's real name is Nathan Summers. He's got the same oh. surname as Cyclops. You know, so you know, the child of Nathan, the, the child of Jean Grey or Jean Grey's clone and S- Scott Summers creates a child of great power so nathan summers cable he's got uh the same powers as gene gray he's got right. psychokinetic you know mind powers and so on uh so he can move things with his mind and he can read minds as well but the reason why we don't see him do that is because in the future apocalypse infects uh people with the techno-organic virus right which is a virus that turns you into a turns you to metal which is why he's got one metal arm so he's, he's, he's constantly being infected by the techno-organic virus, which is wow. why half of his sort of arm and part of his body is metallic. So he constantly has to use his telekinetic powers to fight off the virus. This so guy. that's why he cannot fully use his, his, uh, his you know, psych- psychological powers, because if he uses them, it, it, you know, it sort of takes away his concentration right. and it, it will infect his whole body. But otherwise... Cable or Nathan Summers is a very, very powerful telepath. Right. Very, very powerful. And and just talking about his powers, uh, in this movie, do we get to see a lot of those powers? He's, 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 he's strong. He's got good reflexes. He's durable. He's, he's not super strong or anything like that, but he's, he's more of a, of a, of a you know, weapon specialist. But there is a, a couple of parts in the film where I think we see his psycho... You know, he's take it's telekinetic powers. Right. There's a couple of parts where he gets the the gun is maybe away from him and he makes it come towards him. But in the film, you, you kind of think, oh, is it a magnetic trick? You're not too sure. But yeah. 
in the comics and the cartoons, he does have the ability to, for a split second, just move something with his mind. Wow. And I'm not sure if in the film that was the case, but it didn't really come across that way. Yeah. Maybe we'll find out. Yeah, I, I noticed that because when there was a, there's a scene in the film where the, he doesn't have his gun with him, he's got his back towards the gun, and something happens where the gun just kind of yeah, flies yeah, to him. Yeah. Uh, but then it gets attached to his back. Yeah. So... So we've established that the you know he has got this kind of connection with with the X Men. Uh, he's from the future. He's he's Scott Summers's son. Is that right? Yeah, from the future. Wow. So yeah. he's he's Scott Summers's son. He has the time device. He goes back uh, to our ti- our present day because he wants to capture. Uh, Russell. He yeah. wants to capture Russell, who we learn. Not even not even capture. He wants Sorry. to kill him, gun him down. This is the kid. How old is he roughly? 13 or something 13, like 14 years old. Sorry. Capture is just putting it lightly. Cable wants to demolish him. He just wants, he's growling, he's grunting. He yeah. just wants to kill him. And he, and, and Russell is in, in prison with, with Deadpool because of the, the earlier incident of what happened at the, um, uh, at the school. So Cable teleports himself uh, into the prison. There's a whole big scene there where, you know, people are, you know, prisoners are trying to get out. And we've got to add over here, that prison is is full of mutants yeah mutant only prison they have these collars that inhibit their powers so they literally become like regular people so in that respect deadpool is actually dying because he, he has cancer from before he got his powers so yeah so so if you can remember back to uh, deadpool uh, the first one he he was dying of cancer and it was only when he became became a mutant that that stopped him from you know the cancer spreading to his whole body so with this inhibitor around his neck He's got no powers. So he is, he's basically dying and, you know, he just wants to be left alone. Russell is trying to kind of say to him, okay, come on, look, we've got to, we've got to get out of here. And then along, you know, along comes Cable, uh, who practically just, you know, he, who basically wants to just, you know, kill, kill Russell. So there's a big fight scene uh, in the prison. Uh, Loads of people escape uh, within the prison and Deadpool kind of has a fight with, which I thought Deadpool, he does really well. I mean, he's got cancer, yeah. but he starts fighting with um, with Cable. Yeah, does, does quite well, actually. Yeah. Considering, you know, he's, you know he's, he's dying. And I think deep down inside, Deadpool does has, have a soft spot for, for Russell. Yeah. Because he doesn't want to see him, he doesn't want to see him die. And, you know, he, he's a, you know, he was once a kid and you know, he can see how, how life's treated this, this, this kid. And during the fight, Deadpool's collar it gets it gets broken, right? Yeah, and his back and his neck. He just sort of falls down almost cartoon style and his whole body's twisted and broken. And that releases the collar, which gives him his powers back. So as soon as he I guess dies from the fall, he starts to regenerate and comes alive again. Yeah. And and then and then Cable and Deadpool they have this massive fight. And I can't remember now. Did um Cable obviously he, he escapes, right? He he yeah. teleports. No, what happens is, I mean, they have, they have a, a quite a chunky fight. Uh, Deadpool teases him about, well, he says, who are you? And Cable actually says, the name's Cable. And again, that's from the comics and the cartoons. There's always a, there's always a point where someone asks Cable and he always says, he quotes, the name's Cable. Cable. He says it in, car- in the cartoon. In, uh, there's, a, there's an episode, if you can watch it, really you know, do watch it. It's uh, season two of the X-Men animation, uh, episode eight, right. Time Fugitives, part two. Right. And it's an episode with Apocalypse. One of the best episodes of the cartoon. Yeah. Apocalypse is involved and all the X-Men are involved. And yep. Cable and the X-Men do something. Apocalypse says, who are you? The name's Cable, he says. <laughs> so Deadpool and Cable are having this fight in the prison. Uh, 
Deadpool says, who, where, where, who, you know, who are you? He says who, he's, who he is. He says he's from the future. And Deadpool says, oh, three questions for you. Does, does, uh, is, uh, what's that music? Uh, dubstep. Uh, dubstep. Dubstep still around. Yeah. And then he says, yeah, you asked him something else still around, or I can't remember what they are. He asked him three questions and Cable just starts to fight him. <laughs> and he batters him. He beats him. And then at the end, one of the uh, scenes, uh, one of the uh, lines is, uh, Dub, he goes dubstep says for pussies yeah. <laughs> and i just thought that was that was that was brilliant and just took you know you know me i'm uh, i'm not averse to kind of like bad language and uh yeah, you know right. I, i'm i'm kind of like one to kind of just like you know the odd swear word here and here kind of like you know slips out but De- i was surprised with deadpool 2 there are two cases of the use of the of the c word yeah and 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 one of them is um, there's a prisoner in the in, you know in, in that prison scene he uses the c word, um, and cable. Yeah, <laughs> I guess in the future that word's still around. <laughs> Do you, you know what? Some things just don't go out of fashion. No, like you know. So and I was just like, wow, like you know, this is like full on, like you know, this. So this is sw- so this is cable who's really gruff. He do- he doesn't give a shit. You know, he's not afraid to kind of like pull his punches. And think about it. Cable wants to kill a kid. Yeah. Having said that, this kid in the future is responsible for the death of Cable's family. Yeah. Also, a lot of people, he goes on a killing spree in the future. So the, the events that uh, transpired from the school, the way he was tortured, all the, you know, the, the torment he's gone through really dwells within him. And as he grows older, it manifests and gets worse and worse. He turns into a killer. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, so it is, it sounds bad, but literally he's trying to save hundreds of people by killing one kid. And Deadpool, on the other hand, just wants to save the kid. And Deadpool realised, or he, he thinks that there's something good in the kid. And, and maybe, you know what, he can be changed. So if Deadpool can stop uh, Russell from uh, killing or destroying the school and killing the headmaster, then this will then stop the kind of him turning into this villain who's going to eventually kill Cable's family and, yeah. and all the hundreds and thousands of people out in the future. So there's this kind of big struggle going on and 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 things start to get kind of interesting because now Deadpool's out of prison. Oh, and how could we forget this? Uh, Russell strikes up a, a relationship, a friendship with none, none other than Juggernaut. <laughs> <laughs> and the, yeah. and you know what? He's, he's the he's the big guy because he's a big guy in the prison. We don't see him for a while, but Russell learns to be the be a, be the friend of the biggest guy. So yeah, that's clever of him. Very clever. And uh, it just reminded me of, of 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 the kind of the job they did with Juggernaut in X Men: The Last Stand. The worst stand. Oh God! Uh, <laughs> what was his name? Um, Vinnie Jones. Oh God! How could I forget Vinnie Jones? And obviously. Juggernaut is this, this massive. Yeah, he's massive. And 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 what I was happy with was is is they got the size right. Yeah. Like uh, yeah. you know, finally they did get the size right for for Juggernaut because in X Men: The Last Stand, it was like you know it's pr- pretty poor uh, character development there. Yeah. So um, so you've got Russell who's now befriended uh, Juggernaut. They escape. Uh, Deadpool's out. Cable's gone away. You've got this kind of like disparate group of people, but somehow I'm making things right. So where are we now after the whole big prison scene? They've left the prison. Uh, Deadpool is, he sort of hits rock bottom, as he says in the actual film. And literally, you'll see when you watch the film, 
uh, and he has to regather. He he realizes, okay, this cable guy is serious. He's you know he's serious news. So cable and weasel uh, go go back to the drawing board and think, okay, we need to get a team together if we're gonna have if we're gonna you know save Russell, break him out of prison or wherever he is, and also defend ourselves against cable. So they go through this uh, recruitment drive <laughs> yeah. to uh, recruit a team. And that's where you get the X-Force team come together. And and this is brilliant because now this is the... Because I think this will then lead into the the um, the X-Force movie. This is, I think... And I think this is what they're building up towards. Um, so we, we're seeing kind of uh, Domino. Um, and what was Terry... I could, it was brilliant seeing Terry Crews in there. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but i was like okay so we've just got introduced to terry cruz we've just got introduced to um who were the other who was the other guy uh, the other one that there was you know, you know actually it's actually quite interesting there was a uh, zeitgeist he was the the tall guy who vomits acid do you know who he was the actor he was he was it. Hello. What was yeah. his name? What was it? Uh, hello, Mikey. Yeah, no, he's yeah. it. So he's I can't remember it. his real name, but he's uh, it. The Stella, no, it. Skarsgård, something. Bill Skars- Skarsgård. Bill yeah, Skarsgård, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, that creepy face. How could you forget that creepy face? <laughs> I mean, like... He's so tall and I know. lanky and... So, so Deadpool and Weasel, they recruit kind of all these all these guys. Um, There's another guy as well, sorry. Just another yeah, guy that they recruited was uh, Shatterstar from the planet Mojo. I don't he remember. was a guy with a white suit, kind of a. He looked futuristic. Right. He was a guy that said, "I'm better than you at everything." Right. Shut okay. So he's from the comics, and he's in the comics. I believe he's part of the X Force team as well. Right. But what was the plan? Like, what what I didn't get was, or or, or maybe we'll, I'll know in the next film. But a lot of these characters, they die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they end up dying. Like Terry Crews, yeah. like, you know, he's he's in the film for like literally like about four or five minutes. Like maybe <laughs> if that. So Deadpool, you know, he, he kind of puts together this team, the X-Force, and they go after Juggernaut and they go after Russell. But on, you know, um, hot on the heels is, is Cable because yeah. don't forget Cable wants to kill uh, uh, Russell. And there's a whole scene where uh, the X Force are chasing and fighting. So, so, so fighting Cable, chasing Russell. Russell just wants to destroy the the school. Wants to kill the headmaster. Deadpool wants to stop this, you know, and stop him from becoming this kind of this this villain. Uh, Cable doesn't give a shit. He just wants to kill the kid. Um, so there's kind of like a good like 10-15 minutes of the movie where you know it's funny it's got action there's loads of kind of like you know people dying people (laughs) falling out of things uh in really really funny ways in the end it's just deadpool and domino right well yeah it is yeah pretty much yeah 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 yeah, um so in the end is there's domino and then there's uh, deadpool and then they eventually get hold of of russell they talk some sense into him they talk some sense into Cable and they're on the same page, right? Is yeah, that, is that yeah. right? It is. I mean, there's a massive uh, sort of car chase and uh, just, I guess car fights, or not car, they're like a lorry. Yeah. And uh, it all goes down. But yeah, it's literally, I and mean, that's where you sort of, more jokes, uh, Cable calls Deadpool John Connor because he's from the future he's from and the he's future. relentless in his pursuit of, of them, which the Terminator usually is. So, 
more funny stuff happens but yeah <laughs> there is a line where in the movie where i absolutely cracked up and no one else cracked up in the in the cinema apart from me which was deadpool calls him one-eyed willy do you I, tell I, me tell me you know this reference no i missed what's that from the goonies Oh, he was in the Goonies. Josh Brolin. Josh Brolin yes, was yes, the old, yes. was 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 Sean Astin's yes, uh, elder yes, brother. Yes. So in the movie, in in the Goonies, uh, oh. for the, for those of you who've, who've never seen the film or like you know uh, too young to kind of know about it, in the movie, Josh Brolin and his brothers and, and all the little kids they go on this kind of adventure on finding one-eyed Willie's golden treasure. So seeing Deadpool call josh brolin one-eyed willy i just it was it was just so funny so so there's loads of one-liners loads of gags loads of kind of funny stuff between um cable and deadpool no one's really winning deadpool uh with it with his with his swords just kind of like flicking his uh cables bullets away like you know defending himself um so you know there's loads of brilliant interaction there but eventually by the end of this big scene they come together they realize that there is there might be a way that they can save russell yeah so if he doesn't kill maybe the future is saved yeah what happens after that what there's a bit uh well yeah during that talk we've just got to mention the state that they pulls in because after the, the after the car chase they gets to an end the, the car sort of crashes and out of the car comes the juggernaut right and uh it's the fight when everyone else is knocked out Deadpool he's Deadpool's up Russell is up Juggernaut comes out of nowhere and Deadpool says oh Juggernaut you know uh, I love you I've seen you in this comic I've seen you in that comic <laughs> Juggernaut walks up to Deadpool and says I'm going to tear you in half now Deadpool doesn't think he's serious Juggernaut literally picks him up tears him in half and throws him on the floor and uh, later on when <laughs> Deadpool and his team have a have a chat Deadpool literally is growing these baby legs throughout the whole chat it's so funny this 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 scene is just absolutely so funny so i want i want listeners out there just to kind of like picture this imagine juggernaut this huge massive mutant who can kind of like crush like you know a body yeah and you've got deadpool who he can't basically die and juggernaut says to deadpool i'm gonna like I'm going to break your body in half. And that's what he does. He literally pulls his body apart. Mm, like a sausage. <laughs> it's, just... It's, just, it's just the thought of it. It's just hilarious. And then because Deadpool can't die, what happens is his legs, his legs start to grow. He's got these baby legs. And it's one of the funniest uh, scenes in the movie where everyone yeah. sees Deadpool growing yeah. his legs. And his little baby Willie as well pops out. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, You know what? It, it, there's so many funny bits, but... That bit is really, really funny. Yeah. So, so um, Deadpool, we're obviously waiting for Deadpool's legs to, to grow back. You know, there's funny interaction with Weasel. There's Dupinder over there. Yep. There's, there's, there's... Um, and Dupinder, he gets a more, he gets more in this film, which I like because he's a, he's a, he's an interesting character. He's funny. He's, uh, he's the stereotype, but he yeah. doesn't play against it. He's, you know, he's just himself. But he, in this, he's a bit more of the team. He's, he's, he's part of kind of like the, t he's, he's not, like he he's not part of the X Force, but he you know he's there. He's, he has he's, his place, doesn't he? He has his place yeah. because uh, Deadpool loves him. Yeah, and also without him, how will they get around? Because <laughs> <laughs> Deadpool uses him to get from A to B. A to B, exactly. And when the, the X Force finally go to try and save Russell, it's Deadpool, it's uh, Domino, it's Cable, 
all in the car together. You uh, know? And, and, and that bit, and what I loved, there's a bit in there where um, there's some Indian music, there's some like Bollywood music playing <laughs> yeah. on in the background and Cable is like, turn this shit off. It's, it's just yeah. so funny. I just like, I loved it. I cracked up. And, and Deadpool, it, Deadpool calls him racist, doesn't it? <laughs> Deadpool calls him racist. And, it, and he's like, and Deadpool's like, no, um, Cable's like, I'm not racist because I just don't want to listen to this music. Yeah. Like, you know, it's just so funny. So there, there, there's so many funny bits in the movie. And then um, they end up in the school, right? So they, they all take a taxi. Dependers driving. They end up in the taxi. Yeah. And um, I'm just trying to think. All those guys, all those mutants against the head teacher. I mean, it was always going to end in one way, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, yeah, it was. I mean, they... The thing is, Deadpool's team is trying to stop Russell and Juggernaut from killing the head teacher. Yeah. So, in the way, the head teacher has got some people on his side, even though he doesn't know. But then they've got all these orderlies in there that you know just the cannon fodder. They just you know they're getting they they're just getting mowed down. But <laughs> but yeah, I mean yeah, the head teacher hasn't got a chance if Deadpool if Deadpool doesn't succeed, then he's finished. Yeah. Yeah. And. Um... And then R- Russell, um, he, you know, he comes very, very close to doing it. And obviously, Russell has yeah. got the power to do it. I mean, he's, yeah. he's, you know, he's got fire fists, yeah. so he can burn <laughs> <Fire> down. <fist. laughs> yeah, he he can burn down the whole, uh, the whole building, and he can kind of like. And and what I liked was, you could see Russell turning into that villain. Yeah, yeah, he he's could. got that rage, and he started to have more confidence in his power, and it was getting darker. And yeah, so yeah. Th- there's definitely this risk that Russell was going to turn into this kind of like you know th- th- this bad person and do the things that Cable said he was he was going to do. So, yeah. um, you know, so in the end, uh, there's there's another big fight scene, Deadpool killing the the oh, orderlies. No, there's a well, there's a part where Deadpool goes to but he goes back to the X Men mansion to try and persuade Colossus to join the team. Right. Colossus says no. But then when they, when they get to the mansion and you know they start to approach Juggernaut and and Russell, they try to fight Juggernaut. Juggernaut's too strong for them. And then out of the blue, Colossus comes and that's where you get that big CGI battle. This Colossus is, versus Juggernaut, which t- is classic X-Men, you know, villain, hero. Yeah. And um, th- just that reminded me the bit where um, where Deadpool goes back to the uh, to the mansion. Yeah. There's a there's a there's a reference to um, say anything is a, a Cameron Crowe film with John Cusack, you know, with the radio. Oh yes, of course, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Um, and I mean, I'm a big fan of of uh, of uh, say anything. So for me, yeah. that got like a huge yeah. round of applause for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know that one, about, right? <laughs> I do. Yeah, yeah, I do. Of course. Um, there's a small moment as well. Uh, just wanna, just want to quickly touch on it when. Uh, it reminded me of a Spider-Man Homecoming part, but there's a small moment when uh, Russell and Juggernaut are approaching the mansion. They've been, they've, had a, they've been talking off screen and we get the end of the conversation where Juggernaut says to Russell, yeah, uh, so he's my brother and, uh, you know, I left him in a wheelchair, but I've got to wear this, this helmet. And, and the boy says, oh, so he can't read your mind. He's like, yeah. So it's just a really quick end of conversation part that we get to, like, without giving us a full explainer as to, I mean, we know that uh, Juggernaut, a.k.a. Kane Marco, is the half-brother of uh, Professor X. But Fuck, many people... I did not know that. <laughs> yeah, so he's the half-brother of Professor X, which is the reason why he wears that helmet, so Professor X can't read his mind. Uh, and the powers of the Juggernaut, just a real quick one, the Juggernaut, uh, his powers are magical. His powers are from uh, Citarax. Holy shit. Citarax is also linked to... 
Doctor Strange, his realm of magic. So, do you remember that part in Infinity Gauntlet, in, sorry, Infinity War, yeah. when Doctor Strange is fighting Thanos? There's yes. a part where he gets all these like bands, these orange bands, and he puts it on Thanos. Yeah. That's the, the, the ancient bands of Citarax, I believe it's called. And is it called that? Or something like that. And those powers are linked to the magical, like a tablet or some magical entity that Juggernaut got his powers from. So there's a, there's a link. It, go, it all goes... You know what? My mind is blown. It all blown. goes around. Devout, my mind is blown. Like, seriously, wow. So this is like... So this is the connection. That's it. The Crimson Bands of Citarax. That's what the actual power is called of Doctor Strange. But it derives from Citarax, which is the same power that Juggernaut's power comes from. Sorry, just had to get that in there. Wow. I mean, mind blown. So here we've... Like, this is how everything's... This is how everything's linked. Um, So, okay. So so there's this big CGI battle. um, Colossus, uh, Juggernaut... Uh, who comes out? Who 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 do you reckon comes out uh, the the better there? I think technically Juggernaut he could he could have beat them all, but they all had to band together. So Colossus gives him a really good fight though. Colossus is really strong. He's metal, yeah. but Juggernaut is on another level. But uh, Negasonic, Teenage Warhead, and Yukio, yep. who is Negasonic Teenage Warhead's girlfriend, yep. they come in come in as well and help Colossus to overcome the Juggernaut. Yeah. Uh, so. Uh, yeah, they electrify him and yeah, they put an electric wire up his bum. Do you remember? <laughs> <laughs> and then they throw him in water. So uh, <laughs> I guess he's got no uh, protection there, has he? Oh, really I hurt. remember Think the bit it. now because this massive fat ass yeah. is like on the screen, this like huge big crack, and they just shove like you know the um, yeah the pole or, or the wire or whatever it is, and that sends him kind of like yeah. you know flying. So yeah, I totally remember that one. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, how could I forget that? So um, so all right. So so Juggernaut's defeated. Uh, they save Russell, yep. i.e. He doesn't kill the the head teacher. Yep. And you know what? It's 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 all looking good for the X Force and, De- and Deadpool. Good. But then there's one little part where Russell, he almost does go crazy and tries to kill everyone. Yeah. And then Deadpool sacrifices himself by jumping in the way because Cable is thinking enough is enough. You've you've had your thirty seconds to try and save him. Yeah. So Cable's just going to shoot the kid, and he does shoot the kid. Deadpool jumps in the way. Uh, he, he puts the collar on first actually he puts the collar on to say you know I'm going to go normal I can't remember why he puts the collar on but he puts the collar on jumps in the way of the bullet so he's going to die yeah and uh, he shows Russell that he sacrificing himself for him to stop being like, bad yeah and yeah and we, then, they, then you get that really prolonged scene of Deadpool dying and it just takes ages but it's really funny it is really really funny and and then Russell kind of realises that look shit I'm being a bit of a dick yeah, like yeah this guy Deadpool, who, you know, he he's, he just sacrificed himself uh, for me. So maybe I shouldn't do what they're all saying that I should do. But then, the kind of get out of clause yeah. is time travel. No time at all. <laughs> and it's funny how the same actor playing two different roles has got the power of time. It, <laughs> now, okay, is that did did. Was Cable, was Josh Brolin, was he, was he cast for Cable before Thanos or? I personally don't like the fact that Josh Brolin is Thanos, but I believe he was maybe a a high contender. I don't know who else. I think they had the guy from Stranger Things. He was a contender for for Cable. Right. Also the guy from Avatar. 
he was a continuous the soldier guy. Oh, the the, 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 the villain. Mili- yeah, the, the villain. The, yeah. the sort of military. Yeah. Bad guy. He was a contender. My personal contender from day one, from the nineties, was going to be uh, Ron Perlman. For me, he was born Great to choice. be Cable. He's got the heights. He's got the stature. He's massive. If you see him in Aliens Four, yeah, in in uh, Hellboy, Hellboy, he's got, obviously makeup and so Blade on. as well. Blade. He's worked with Reynolds before. I'm surprised Reynolds didn't, you know, like, but you know, yeah, get him involved. Ron Perlman for me is Cable. Could it be that because um, Josh Brolin is he is he a bigger has he got is he a bigger name? Yes, yeah, yeah, he is. So he, don't get me wrong, he does an excellent he does an excellent yeah. job. His voice, his the grits, the yeah. the weight of the world that you feel, the look, he does a perfect job. Don't yeah. get me wrong. So yeah. he does do a good job being Cable. But isn't it yeah? Because 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 obviously when when I realised that Cable was going to be played by Josh Brolin, I thought, oh wow, look, so he's Thanos yeah. and he's Cable, and obviously Thanos is. I mean, that character is going to come to an end, right? At some point. At maybe. some point. It, well, in in the comics, is Thanos dead? No. So he, after Infinity Gauntlet, Doesn't he's... Doesn't die, no. Because they, I know that they did um, an, another comic, uh, they released one just recently as well. So Thanos is back yeah. in that one. In, in the comics, people sometimes die and come back. But from what I recall, after the Infinity Gauntlet story he doesn't die no right uh in in terms of kind of like the movie like the in the cinematic universe could this do you think he'll pop up maybe would they could they bring him back i think they probably should kill him otherwise he'll always come back knowing okay. Thanos. because i'm thinking if after avengers 4 josh mm. brolin is probably like right okay i'm gonna do uh thanos in part three part four and then i've got cable just to kind of worry yeah. about because um, X-Force is going yeah. to be the next thing he signed a five picture deal so he's just done his first with Deadpool 2 wow. so there's four more four more appearances doesn't mean it's going to be the main person in the film yeah. he may be he may have a cameo appearance in one of the X-Men films maybe maybe that's part of his you know five picture deal, deal. so we'll see how that how that plays out wow this is just like crazy um, so so now we've got the X-Force kind of banded together yeah. they, they kind of you know you know, they they feel like as if they're a team, right? Yeah. But there's one final thing, um, <laughs> which made me laugh so much. This is so the, it, at the towards the end of the film. So so like I said before, Russell he saved. He didn't kill the head teacher. Yep. Um, and then you see Cable's teddy bear because Cable's got a teddy bear which was with his daughter when she died. That's from the comics. With blood and so on. But then as soon as Russell is redeemed and doesn't turn bad, the teddy bear turns normal. So then, that, that's a that's a that's a, I guess an, uh, it's a it's a sign that you know Russell is going to be good. He's not going to kill his family. His yeah. family are safe. The, the timelines kind of like change, and it yeah. reminded me of like Back to the Future. You know, yeah. Marty McFly in the yeah. photograph. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's almost like that where you know Marty's back in the photograph, um, and then the head teacher who's alive. Um, gets killed. <laughs> Dupinda comes. Our, our taxi driver, like, you know, our typical taxi driver, uh, he just runs him over, yeah. which I thought was just so funny. The head teacher <laughs> does die, but not at the hands of, of Russell. Yeah. So, so it's all looking good in, in kind of uh, Deadpool and an X-Force. Yep. Um, but what's going to happen with Vanessa? Vanessa, well, uh, right at the end, uh, when Deadpool saved Russell by jumping in away the bullet uh, he he was going to die Cable saw that and because Cable had 
when Cable's time device has got two charges, one to get him to where he is, one to get him back. So once he saw Deadpool sacrifice and he saw that his family are safe, he used his last charge to go back in time and put uh, Deadpool's uh, coin. He's got a coin that his girlfriend gave him. Yep. He put it on where, the, where he will get shot. So then time went back to that point. Deadpool jumps in front of the bullet. He gets shot, but it hits the coin. He's alive. It's fine. Doesn't die. And uh, then, yeah, everyone's happy. Lives, you know, live happily ever after. But uh, that means Cable's going to stick around. As he, he, can't, says, he, he can't go back. He can't go back. So it means, obviously, he's going to come back in X-Force. But then, uh, without spoiling it too much, because I think we just let, let the people see the end credit scenes and yeah. not get too spoiled. But Deadpool gets his hands on the time device <laughs> and he... <laughs> he goes back he, he basically goes back in time and he saves he saves vanessa he saves vanessa he saves Vanessa because because obviously imagine imagine this you the love of your life is dead you've got a time device what are you going to do so and, and especially if you're deadpool who's mischievous he's yeah. kind of like unpredictable he's like fuck it i'm gonna i've got a time device and he actually gets megasonic teenage warhead to and yuki yeah yukio yeah yukio they they're actually working on it and yeah. and she's fixing it and it's always funny how easily people fix things isn't it she's got a screwdriver just going just like turning it <laughs> twisting it and then like here it's you done. go um so th- so i'm assuming then like cable can go back as well then right but then Cable probably doesn't know what's happening. <laughs> I don't even know where Cable is. But it's also funny when, when you see the, you know, Deadpool going back in time, the music they play is Cher. If I can go back... If, if, if I, can I can turn, turn back, back time, time. Yeah. Which is brilliant. Um, so yeah, so he goes back and, you know, he saves Vanessa. So Vanessa is alive. Yeah. Um, so we'll see her again in the third film. We're definitely going to see her in the third film. Now, in the next movie... Is it is it a standalone X Force movie or is it Deadpool and the X Force in that? I I I think from what I've heard so far is that it's going to be uh, more of a team film. Right. I don't know who the villain's going to be, but and I think it should because we didn't get much of an X Force no. in in this film. So whether the X Force will comprise of the same characters we saw in this film or slightly different characters, I don't know. But I think we should have more of an X-Force and also more of Cable. I think we'll find out more about what Cable is all about, where he's from, what his, you know, motivations are. Maybe we'll find out a bit more about his powers, you know. So I think the next film will show us a bit more about that side of things. Yeah, because, I mean, I'm just thinking, do we need an origin story for Cable? I wouldn't say origin story, but I think we should we should get to understand him a bit more. And yeah. just, I don't know, I guess see what his where his motivations lie so yeah. what the next film will bring because Cable he, he he's kind of like the leader of the X-Force isn't he yeah that's right in the comics he is yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so him so how they wrote this into the story which I thought was pretty cool so he can't go back uh, to his own timeline so he stays behind the X-Force is there he creates the X-Force with maybe Deadpool I think I got a feeling uh, it might be a standalone X-Force movie where Deadpool is in it as well, but he mm. might not be kind of like the main... He's he's definitely going to be in it, but I don't think... Um, because in the comics, uh, Deadpool doesn't join the X-Force until later on, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's it started off with, you know, with Cable kind of starting uh, the X-Force. Domino's and, in, the X, in the X-Force team exactly, as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, so they, they could obviously play around with that and have him in there, but it'd be good. I would love to see like an X-Force movie. Oh yeah, they've got to do it. They've got to. They've got uh, to do it. And this, this X-Force movie is, uh, for me, I think it's got to be like rated R. 
No, it has to be. Like, They've got to keep it going. They can't t- tone it. If they tone it down, they will lose a lot of respect and a lot of Because with cable viewers. already kind of like, you know, dropping the C word, like, I mean, I'm just thinking you can't go back from that. No. Like, you know, you've got to have him violent. You've got to have him like, you know, gritty. Like, okay. and he's all, he's dark as well, isn't he? He's yeah. like a dark character. Yeah. He even says, you're so dark. Are you showing up from the DC universe? <laughs> that was brilliant. <laughs> this is just like the one-liners are just, oh, and what about the whole Martha Oh my gosh, Martha. <laughs> they dropped Martha's name in there because obviously from Batman yeah. versus Superman. He said, uh, he said, he said to Vanessa at the start, oh, sorry, I'm, sorry I'm late. I was just, uh, you know, off saving the world and I came across another caped superhero whose mum was also called Martha. <laughs> the way he drops it. I thought that was absolutely <laughs> also, awesome. there's a part where, <laughs> I've got to, got to put this in there, there's a part where Deadpool is fighting the Juggernaut and uh, Juggernaut's obviously too tough for him as he's fighting the juggernaut, he says, the sun's, going, the sun's getting real low. <laughs> the sun's getting real low. That was, I laughed I, my uh, arse off. Yeah. That was hilarious. The Hulk. Because, the Hulk. <laughs> now, if anyone like, I kind of use that in real life now. If there's any, any situation where someone's getting angry, I just say, the sun's getting real low. And most people don't understand what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm hoping one day it will work oh shit I, you know what you're absolutely right I, I love that scene so much it was it was, it was absolutely hilarious um, and w- I mean like as, as a character I think they're on a they're on a hit they're definitely on a hit right oh yeah but you know what um, when I saw the Marvel logo at the beginning of the movie so this is a it's a Marvel film is it it's, it's still Fox because when this whole uh, acquisition the Disney acquisition of Fox came about end of last year this film had already been pretty much made. Right. So I guess we're going to see when the next film is produced, how they're going to distribute it, if it's going to be under the Disney banner, who knows? Right. These takeovers can take time. So So could could something similar happen to the Fantastic Four? They're on the Fox too. So yeah, it could happen. So there could be kind of this joint partnership with Marvel and... Because, I mean, that's what they did with Spider-Man, right? Yeah, yeah. Spider-Man's owned by Sony and it's a... it's more of a, a lending type arrangement, from what I understand. Marvel haven't bought the full rights of Spider-Man, of Sony. They've got an agreement for like a loan period. Right. So there's a, a period in which Sony have given Marvel the creative uh, rights or the, great, the creative freedom to create Spider-Man. But Spider-Man will go back to Sony at some stage. So for the standalone Spider-Man film, that will purely just be a Sony production? And as it stands now, Marvel are creating. So uh, Spider-Man: Homecoming was produced by Marvel. Obviously, Spider-Man was in Infinity War. Spider-Man: Homecoming two again will be produced by Marvel. After that, I'm not sure how the arrangement works. It's right. only for a specific amount of time. But I think Sony should just give it up. <laughs> I mean, give it up. Yeah, because because obviously Marvel they they are just banging out hit after hit, and if they can do the same, I I think they I, I would like to see um, the Fantastic Four being done properly. Oh, wow, wow. W- wouldn't that yeah. be like something amazing? They've had two times now, two chances. Um, Sony is it Sony right? They've yeah. got Fantastic no, yeah. no, no, Fox. 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 Um, yeah. So well, they had, they had the the first Fantastic Four two thousand and. Five, I believe it came out with Jessica Alba and you know, yeah. Chris Evans and so on. And I think Silver the Surfer sequel, two thousand and seven, which was the, the, the good, they were good films. They were, you know, they were quite light. They weren't really too serious. Obviously, Galactus they screwed up, and in two thousand and fifteen they had the new Fantastic Four, which they totally screwed up. So yeah, they they need 
fresh creativity with this. Yeah. Um, and a f- funny thing, um, like uh, another thing that I was reading w- with Deadpool 2, apparently um, Chris Evans as as Human Torch was like this close, yeah. uh, like really close to being in Deadpool yeah. 2. Yeah. So, really close. Um, he, he was going to be the Vanisher, but it ended up being... Brad Pitt. <laughs> yeah, seeing his face, oh my, it was hilarious. I just couldn't believe it. It's like how they do it. It's just like, crazy. it's so crazy. Do you know which other cameo was in it as well? There's another couple of cameos, which I totally missed, totally missed. No, go on, tell me. The part where Cable first appears, uh, like Terminator style, in the sort of, he appears somewhere where there's these two guys uh, chatting to each other. Any, and any, um, hang on, what's his name? Oh, but one of them is Matt Damon. What? <laughs> you didn't know. <laughs> yeah. Are you One of them is Matt Damon. Me? Another one is uh, the guy from Firefly. That's that TV uh, series. And he was also in he, uh, Dodgeball. He does a lot of voiceovers. The pirate the in, pi- in, in Dodgeball. Dodgeball. Yeah. So it was him and, and Matt Damon. Yeah. That was Matt. Again, Matt Damon creeping into the Marvel Cause, world. Because we saw him in Ragnarok yeah. as well. Oh my God. God, Matt that Damon is brilliant. Yeah. That is brilliant. Um, and what was it? Was there another one that you said? Oh, uh, well, Ryan Reynolds actually voiced Juggernaut. Oh, this is like, you know what? Mind it's, blown. Uh, like, yeah. so Ryan Reynolds is like, how many, how many flipping? Well, oh. He's obviously Deadpool. He's co-writer, producer. Producer now. And there's something else he's done as well. I can't remember. But yeah, he's he's getting paid. <laughs> this guy is getting it. But you know what? We we have to talk about uh, when he gets hold of this time device and what he does. He actually oh, goes. Yes. Yeah, we, we totally yeah. forgot about this. When he when he goes back in time, he actually <laughs> he rewrites. He fixes the timeline. He, he so Deadpool rewrites Ryan Reynolds's timeline. So let's just go back. He goes back to X Men uh, uh, Origins. Origins. Yeah, and he kills. Dead, he kills himself. Yeah, yeah. Like he kills the Deadpool. Version of Deadpool. He, he kills him. He goes back and kills Ryan Reynolds, who's reading the script of Green Lantern. Green Lantern. Yeah. And was there another one? Uh, no, those two. Well, obviously he, he saved Vanessa first, and then he he done those two. Which yeah, were the, some of the best post-credit scenes you, in any film. I don't think you can top that. So this is Deadpool killing Ryan Reynolds, yeah. like in post-credit scenes. Like I think I thought was was really good. And let's face it, I mean. Um, um, the Green Lantern they, they could have it, personally they could have done a much better job with that one they could have done better I mean at the time there wasn't as much great stuff to compare it to but yeah. people people really shot it down I mean yeah. it's not the greatest film I think it's the worst film but yeah it, it, it gets a lot of bad criticism it get, yeah it does get again uh, a link from that film to this Taika Waititi you know, he was his he was his best chum in the film in Green Lantern and that's where Taika Waititi recommended that they, the, the Russell character, Taika Waititi recommended him to Deadpool 2. Oh yeah, Taika Waititi my. was his best pal in, in Green Lantern. God, look at this. Deval, you know your shit. <laughs> I, you know what? This is, you're, you really upped your game. Do you know that? I love this man. Like, this is brilliant. So, so I think maybe in a couple of years time, so I say probably what, 2020 or is it 2019? I reckon they can keep it every couple of years, you know? Yeah. Probably. Yeah. But for the next, because we, we, we know that uh, Marvel, they announced uh, like a whole slate of films up until 2022. Mm, yep, that's right. So Deadpool and X-Force, this is all going to kind of fit in there somewhere and alongside another Spider-Man. Yep, another so, X-Men film. 
So what do you reckon? I think for the next 10 years we're covered, right? We're covered, man. We're covered. We're, we're good. Like um, Avengers 4, we got we got uh, Ant-Man and Wasp. Ant-Man and Wasp, Miss Marvel, uh, Guardians 3, Home- Homecoming 2. Uh, sort of a bit of Doctor Strange 2, Black Panther 2. Yep. You know, there's also uh, talks of uh, an Eternals film. Wow. Yeah, the Eternals, they're deep. The Eternals are a... Uh, oh my gosh, uh, they are, they're like, they're linked to, they're linked to Thanos in a way because uh, uh, his people were descendants of Eternals, I believe. Wow. Uh, is it Eternals or Celestials? I think I might be getting them mixed up. Celestials are another big entity in, in, in Marvel. Is that, and, is that the four? Uh, the, Do we see those in, in a well, post-credit? Star Lord's dad is a celestial, remember? Right. Kurt Russell, he was a, he's been around from the beginning of the universe. Yeah. But Marvel are planning on doing something very, very, very galactic. Yeah. If, you know, they're not even going to be, well, they're going to be humanoid, I'm sure, but they're not going to be humans. It's just another level of just, yeah, Marvel, right. you know. Shit. There's so many things happening in the works that we don't even hardly know about, at, you know, so yeah. another 10, 20 years. So for the movie, so, uh, and, and one of the big things that I kind of like always... Th- like try and look at is or read about is will there be another Iron Man like a, a stand another Iron Man mm. or will there be Iron Man four? I don't know. I, I I think there there could be easily people will go and see that film. Maybe there should be another one. I think they probably you know an Iron Man can show up in anyone's film for ten minutes, fifteen minutes, and and he'll run the show exactly like so, what he did in Spider Man. Yeah, exactly. It you know that that was pretty amazing. I I you know what I've got to say. I would like to see. Robert Downey Jr. just give this one, like, you know, be in this one last Iron Man film and it just, like, blows everything up and it kind yeah. of, like, culminates in him saying, right, okay, look, I'm giving you this film yeah. and boom, I'm done yeah. with it now. part three, Iron Man three, I hated that, so... It was a bit of a letdown, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, he's got to make up for that. <laughs> um, yeah, but also, just going on Iron Man three, sorry, we're going on a bit of a tangent here, but Iron Man three, I, I was thinking, why didn't this film work? Because it's directed by... Um, Shane Black, who was Sh- in the uh, in Predator, he 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 wrote he he wrote Predator. He directed Lethal. He created Lethal Weapon. Yeah, like this guy who's got like you know I'm a huge fan of Shane Black, but unfortunately, like kind of it, it didn't work out. So I think they 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 need to give us another Iron Man. But with Avengers four coming along, who knows what's going to happen? Is Iron Man going to be around after that? Yeah, who knows? Um, so I mean, folks, there you have it. If you can. Go, go definitely, definitely watch, watch uh, obviously just, just watch Deadpool, Deadpool the first one just to kind of ground yourself in the whole you know uh, Deadpool history and if you really want to kind of get to to see the beginning of Deadpool go back and watch X-Men uh, Wolverine Origins, Wolverine, Origins. Yeah. It's, it's not the best it's not the best Wolverine film it's not the best kind of like X-Men uh, movie but it does give an introduction to Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool and you know that that could be a good you know starting point but definitely watch Deadpool um, and let us know what you think uh, as always um, you can message us on Twitter at the Flicksters uh, on Facebook at the Flicksters. Let us know what you think about those films. Let us know what you think about films in general. We'd be happy to kind of read your uh, your responses, good or bad. If you even if you like, you know, yeah, um, we don't like it. We feel right. We don't yeah. like all films. Also, if you wanna, if you want us to review a film or have any ideas, we can review a film for you as well. So, 
yeah, get involved. Yeah, definitely. So just before we finish off, I want to ask you, Devout, what are you watching what on stream? What am I watching? Well, oh, what's what's uh, on the streaming services? I recently, I'll give three recommendations for our streaming services. And actually, they're all on Netflix at the moment, actually. Okay. So uh, number one, I, I recently watched uh, a series called uh, The Heist. It's a Spanish film, actually, or Spanish series. Two se- two series, not too too long. Yeah, you could probably do it in a week or two. Uh, but it's called no, it's called the Money Heist. That's what it's called. Sorry, the Money Heist. And it's on Netflix. Uh, it's a really interesting story about this group of people who are going to pull the biggest bank job in the world. Right. Okay. I'm not going to spoil anything because. It's the sort of thing you need to watch. And is it Ocean's Eleven territory, or is it? It's like that, but it's it's, it's it's yeah, it's intricate like that, and it's interesting. You always think, okay, they're going to get caught, but they don't. It's right. so cleverly well made. So it's called the Money Heist. I still believe it is. Yeah, Money Heist on Netflix. Check it out. I liked it. I and, enjoyed it. And how many seasons is that? Only two seasons. It's two seasons. It's quite short. Right, okay. Yeah, two seasons. So go watch that. Uh, second recommendation. I would say is uh, something that just came out, which I haven't seen yet, but I know it's going to be quite good. It's called Cargo. Is oh, it called this Cargo is or the Cargo. And it's got uh, Martin Freeman. It's got the Hobbit in it. Yeah, the Hobbit. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, your man uh, Tim from The Office. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I saw the trailer for this, and and I, and I think we spoke about this before as well. Um, what is is it like a zombie apocalypse? Yeah, apocalypse zombie yeah. type uh, film, and uh, it tells a story of uh, Martin Freeman's character who. Uh, well, unfortunately, he's been infected by whatever virus or plague that's happening, and which means he's going to die in a, a sort of you know a short period of time. But he's got his daughter with him, uh, baby daughter, I believe, and he's got to protect her and try and take her to a place where she'll be you know saved. So, just came out I think yesterday, Friday. So, yeah, give it a watch if you can. That sounds yeah, give definitely. And also, okay, my last recommendation, actually, I'm going to go away from the online. I'm going to go to something old school. I like it. I'm going to get old school in this one. Do it. And uh, it's not too old school, actually. Sorry, forget that. It's not old school. But <laughs> <laughs> this, one's, this one's obscure. Yeah, so I go into the obscure uh, realm. So this, this film is called Coherence. Coherence? Who's Coherence. in there? Coherence. Exactly. Sorry, I didn't get that. You you weren't clear. <laughs> I wasn't clear. <laughs> the coherence. Yeah, okay. This film is a top top film. Came out in 2013. Right. You ask me who's in it. There's some great actors in it, but no household no household names right. at all. Okay. So you're totally you know it's all about the all about the plot. This film is a mind twisting thriller. I love it. One of the best I've seen in the category. Wow. Every person I've told to watch it, they come back and say. This film is excellent. What else have you got? That's how good it is. It's called Coherence 2013. It's an American film or Canadian film. Can't remember, but go and watch it. I don't know where you can get it. Probably download it somewhere. Yeah. Go and watch the film. Okay. Let us know what you think. Because, I mean, you said like time travel. Um, I mean, oh, that's phew. it. My ears, when you said time, whenever it's, you say time travel, my ears prick up. It's not even, it's, it's not even, it's not even just time. It's, it's, it's not time travel. It's more, it's more to do with dimensions. Yeah, so I see your ears are going to prick up even more. I know you wow, love that stuff. I it's love more it. dimensions and reality. That's all I'm going to say without giving it away. Holy You've got to see shit. This film. 
It's okay, film. I, I'm, I'm tracking this film, film. down, yep. and 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 I'm going to watch it so that we can talk about it yeah, next week. Do it, do it, yeah. Do it. Um, so like, okay, so that that that's what you're watching. Um, I just just to kind of like add my little like 50, 50 cents worth. Uh, I finished watching um, Mr. Robot on, oh, Am- on which is yep. on which is an Amazon um, uh, which is on Amazon, and I've got to say I was a huge fan of the first season and. I started watching the second season and it was a bit slow and I was like, oh God, this is really kind of dragging on and there's so many kind of like plot twists and plot turns and I, I wasn't quite sure what was going on. But eventually, after the whole kind of 10 episodes, I was like, wow, this show is so deep. It is so kind of like like meta. It, there, there's so many things going on in this show, right, where... I was literally like, oh my God, I want to just carry on watching this. I could just, the characters, you just kind of get so involved in the the main character who's called Elliot and in his mind and the the relationship that he has with himself and the people around him. Um, And it's it's about hack it's, it's it, it reminds me of kind of like those the old school spy thrillers where okay. like things going like you know behind the scenes and like you know you know governments trying to take over uh, or bring down or people trying to bring down governments and you know how people are manipulated by governments and you know you've got these huge corporations for example in our world google facebook yeah. so for me it's so relevant uh so i would definitely recommend that for you devout if you've got kind of like you know a couple of weekends definitely watch mr robot if you like the kind of the spa you know the 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 not knowing like where is this going i'm on this journey i'm being taken somewhere and it's got christian slater when was the last time you saw christian slater okay he this guy is in it right and Mm -hmm. he's he's actually really good um so and and this 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 mr robot has won loads of kind of um like uh awards as well and the other thing that i'm watching which is also on amazon like uh, is um, Preacher. Oh, yes. I've Preacher, Preacher second season. Yeah. Um, and it's got uh, the guy, uh, Howard Stark, isn't it? Howard. got his real name. Cooper, something Cooper. Uh, Dominic uh, Cooper. Dominic yeah. Cooper, yeah. yeah. So, actor. again, another connect. Bro, look at you. You are on it with the whole kind of Marvel, right? <laughs> so, this guy is... And, look, that's it's another comic book character that he's playing. So, Dominic Cooper, he's, he plays uh, Preacher, which is based on, like, these huge... Um, uh, comic book series which are very very popular like the storyline is crazy this preacher who has the power of God mm. who can command anyone to kind of like do anything um, and you know they're on this journey and he, his friend is a vampire oh is it? <laughs> how does that work? <laughs> exactly it is the craziest like premise that you'll ever like it, it's just cr- crazy um so so they're on a mission to find god oh, and okay. he, he's got this power uh, and it's just like uh it, it's it's absolutely crazy and like you know he's you know his his partner his his girlfriend or his his best friend who's played uh brilliantly by I've, I've forgotten her name now she's an irish who, she, she's an, is she irish she, she was an agent of shield like a mixed race uh, lady She's yeah, an she was an agent of Shield. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, I, I've, um, uh, I forgot her name, but I yeah. know who you're talking about. Yeah, and and she's she, she's absolutely brilliant in this. And then um, uh, so like the three of them. So if you can, I would def- if you've got time, I would watch that. Um, and I think that's the other thing that I want to watch, which I'm I'm still kind of um, is uh, Westworld. 
Yeah, I need to watch season two as well. I've yeah. watched season one. Really, really good. Yep. Season two. I'm going to probably watch it next week. Yeah. So um, so these are the shows that we're currently watching, everyone. if I mean, let us know what you're watching out there. Um, tell us what we should be watching, what films we should be watching on Netflix or on Amazon or, or Hulu or whatever it is uh, out there. Um, oh, and sorry, I just before we kind of wrap this up, I have to say I saw the first two episodes of Cobra Kai. Oh, Karate Kid. <laughs> the continuation of the Karate Kid story. So if you can watch the, the first two episodes for free on Google. Okay. Yep, just go into, uh, just go type, type Cobra Kai into Google and you can just watch the uh, the first two episodes. And I, I have only seen the first two episodes, so uh, you've got to pay for the rest. So definitely I'm going to kind of like purchase those. Okay. And, um, <laughs> Is it not on Netflix then, though? It's, it's a Google exclusive. A Google one. A Google go- have got one as well. A Google exclusive <laughs> where... Like so, it's Google created. They got all the cast. Well, not all the cast, but they got like Ralph Macchio from Karate Kid, uh, the guy who played, you know, the blonde head guy. Yeah. I, I I don't know what his name is, but um, you know, he's back in it, and it, it's it's actually like really kind of heartfelt. It's kind of uh, it, it's really interesting what they're doing with it. I can't wait to watch the next like you know several episodes. So okay. I'll tell you how that goes. But yeah, that's what we're watching. Uh, let us know what you think. T- let us know what you thought of the show. Uh, give us your give us your ideas um, and that's it and that's a wrap as they say on movie sets yeah what you got planned for later Deval? Uh I've well I've actually recorded the royal wedding so <laughs> <laughs> only joking no I'm not I'll tell you the truth I have yeah. <laughs> he has listen like you were, come on brother I, I was look, I, look, I, I was, was watching I was dipping you. in to see what would happen hoping someone will fall over but no, no one fell over so it's kind of apparently boring. there was uh, 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 Ryan Reynolds was going to turn up over there as well. What, as Deadpool? <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? I'll pay you to see that. <laughs> okay, that's it, folks. Thanks for listening. Uh, we hope you enjoyed it. Um, and we'll see you on the next one. Peace out.